Welcome to the Go Hard Chick Podcast, your podcast for all things health and wellness for women. This is your host, Crystal Holmes, and it is my mission to inspire and empower women to overcome stress and prioritize their inner healing for improved energy, health, and confidence. Our focus here at the Go Hard Chick Podcast is on the eight pillars of wellness, which we believe provides a holistic approach to achieving a healthier and more fulfilling life. Join us as we explore a wide range of topics and tools to support you on your wellness journey. Welcome, Go Hard Chicks. This is episode 81, and we have a very special guest with us. It is Dr. Danielle Peebles. She is a chiropractor with over a decade of experience who will be sharing her expertise on the benefits of chiropractic health for women. She is an author and she penned the book called Sex Sent Me to the Chiropractor. Now, this conversation is absolutely amazing. Whether you have never seen a chiropractor before, or even if you have, you will definitely learn something from this episode. We cover everything from Dr. Peebles' journey to becoming a chiropractor to how women going through menopause can benefit from chiropractic treatment and so much more. So you got to keep listening in. Seriously, no matter where you are in life, chances are you could benefit from seeing a chiropractor. So without further ado, let's welcome to the Go Hard Chick podcast, Dr. Danielle Peebles. Welcome to the Go Hard Chick podcast, Dr. Peebles. I am so glad that you are here today. How are you? you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to have this conversation. I'm ready. I'm ready. As your, I love the title of your podcast, by the way, Go Hard Chick. I love it. I love it. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here and be a part of your space that you've yes, created. Yes, and I'm thrilled to talk to you because we spoke a little bit before we chatted and we, we started to get into it. And I was like, we both said, let's just hit the record button because this yeah. is going to be good. Yes, yes, absolutely. So... I don't want to babble anymore, but please just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. I'm Dr. Danielle Peebles. I come from St. Louis, Missouri. I was born and raised here in St. Louis, Missouri. I am a product of the inner city. So I grew up going to the St. Louis public schools. And then when I left the St. Louis public school system, I attended St. Louis University where I obtained my degree, my bachelor's in chemistry with a minor in math, being on track to become a doctor from the beginning. And then I matriculated from St. Louis University to Logan University where I acquired my doctorate's degree of chiropractic. How did I even come to that? Because one, I'm African-American, I'm female. And chiropractic does not always find themselves in the same sentence, but we are starting to change that narrative and be able to put those words more comfortably, more fluidly in the same sentence. I've always wanted to be a doctor. I grew up, ever since I was six, I proclaimed, I am going to be a doctor. And people fed into me, my family, they fed into me, nurtured that idea. And as I continue to grow up, my focus became, I want to be a neurosurgeon. So I'm reading Dr. Ben Carson's books. I am doing interns and on internships on the neurology floor at the hospitals. I'm doing all of those things. And then once I got into my junior year, I said, hey, I, I had an opportunity that was presented to no other undergrad. And that is what began to change the trajectory tra- trajectory. I can say the word. I know I spell it too. Trajectory (laughs) into chiropractic because someone asked me a question that changed everything. And that question was, of course, what do you want to be when you grow up? But do you want to have a family? And so those questions came at the right time. And she then followed up with, 
have you ever thought about being a chiropractor? And she was not even a chiropractor herself. So I'll use that as my intro and then we can flow into all the other questions because a lot more can be answered. Well, okay. Now I'm curious now, Doc, why did she ask you if you wanted to have a family? Was it because being a traditional doctor would be so demanding? Share, tell us more. Yes, those were the things. So I have been early on encouraged to evaluate my value system. What do you value? And at the beginning of my undergrad years, my value system, my priority list was career, family, etc. However, I was coming up on the end of my four years and you were supposed to change in undergrad. You're supposed to change in college. And so my value system started shifting. Family was becoming a priority. Now it was number one and then career second. So when she asked me that question, it was such a pivotal time for me because my value system had changed. And she asked me that because there are challenges that women face as parents, when parenting and being a career person that a male doesn't. And so hearing that I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, she said, hey, have you thought about being a mother? Have you thought about having a family? Yes. Okay. Take that into consideration as well as your career. And that was great that she put that in my mind to think about that because some people will not counsel, think about the whole picture but they will have you on this tunnel vision of, yes, you can go for that career, but what else, What are you also going to sacrifice? And so when she said that, I said, yes, I would love to have a family. And I had always said to myself, even early on, that I want my family to know me, not the nanny. Not to say there's anything wrong with nannies. That is not what I just said. I just said, I wanted my family to know me. I wanted my children to know mommy better than the nanny because I've seen too many Lifetime movies. I watched The Hand That Rocked the Cradle. And so I went a little traumatized. And by her asking me that, I was like, yes, I do want a career and to be able to have access to my family with flexibility. And she responded, have you thought about being a chiropractor? So that began my path towards researching chiropractic and then coming to fall in love with it because I was still in the field of neurology. I'm still working with the nervous system, but now not cutting, but I am correcting in a different, less invasive fashion. Oh my God. I love that. We can go on a whole tangent talking about this topic right here. Okay, That is a whole dissertation in itself. (laughs) Yes. Because a lot, no one had the conversation with me, for example, um, I, I ended up having my daughter a little later. Um, and I put it off because, uh, I don't want to put it, I don't want to say I put it off because of my career, but that was a big factor. It played a big role. Yeah. And, um, these are conversations I think we need to have with amongst ourselves and, and with the younger generation. So I am so glad that you shared that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So I'm going to get to why you are really here. <laughs> we can talk about chiropractic health. And, and I was sharing before we hit record that, you know, I'm an attorney and I see, I don't know if it's just in my space or people in general, when we think go to the chiropractor, we think in car accident something, you know, like, right. I don't think, right. I don't think people really understand the vast knowledge that you all have and everything that you guys can do, or you ladies should do. I, I can, I should say you ladies can do for us. So I, I really want to get into that. If you would share with the listeners, what, what all does a chiropractor do other than help people after a car accident? Okay. So that when we talk about iceberg and surfaces, that will be a surface entry point, but it's not the entry point that everybody hits, if that makes sense. Everyone's not in an accident. So I, why would I go to a chiropractor? Those, I get that. Let me tell you what I do as a chiropractor. I am giving you the opportunity to live your best life with as minimal pain or no pain 
But how am I doing that? See, our bodies are governed by the nervous system. The nervous system runs everything from actually reaching for a cup of drink, a cup of water to walking. Our nervous system controls that blinking, breathing. Our nervous system controls that. So it controls involuntary and voluntary actions. And you don't even have to worry about if the nervous system is working because it's supposed to work on its own. It's another involuntary system. However, if you think about communication and if there are too many parties involved and and the message is being relayed to too many different people between the originator and the person who's supposed to receive it, that message gets jumbled up sometimes, a lot of times. We've played telephone game at some point. The message gets gurbled. Our bodies does the same thing. The brain tries to communicate with the rest of the body, but it just so happens that the nerves that they use as communication has to go through joints, joint spaces, little bitty tiny crevices. If you think about the crack in your wall, the little space at the baseboard in your home, the nerves have to travel through that spacing. But that space between that baseboard and the wall changes if the foundation has a crack in it in your home. The same thing happens in our body. So when we have injuries to our feet, ankle, knees, or anywhere else, it changes the spacing between the joints. Now the nerves have something rubbing it or pressing on it, which creates pain signals and other dysfunctions throughout the body, depending on where the other nerve, the other end of that nerve is. As a chiropractor, when the body cannot pull, so we hear muscle tightness. You, everybody say, oh, I have tension in my muscles and my neck. My body is always tight. I get massages and it goes back tight. Those muscles are trying to tell you that we're trying to fix this joint on the other end of this muscle. Can you help me out? I am getting tired. I'm pulling and I'm pulling, but it is not moving. The chiropractor comes in, puts the joint spaces back together. And now the muscles can relax and then you are more fluid again. You're not walking with some people call it swag and I call it a limp. Everybody's not having that swag walk because they are creating swag. A lot of them have that swag because they're hurt and our body will continue to adapt. We are naturally adapting entities. Our bodies will adapt and it becomes your new norm that you can't turn your head to the left. So you turn your whole body to try to look over your shoulder. That's what I do as a chiropractor restore your health, restore movement, and improve your quality of life. Okay, great, great. So what, if, if a woman wants to come to you for services, what kind of things can you offer her? Does she have to necessarily be in discomfort or pain? See, pain and discomfort is actually a very vague term. When we think pain, we say, oh, that means ouch. It means hurt. But I re-educate my patients that pain does not mean hurt or ouch. Pain shows up as dysfunction. So when I say dysfunction, ladies, how many of you all are having extremely painful menstrual cycles, extremely heavy menstrual flows, cramping, chiropractic impacts that? Now, that's not to say chiropractic will heal it, because if you have other more serious conditions, such as endometriosis, then it's not going to cure that, but it will help supplement the discomfort. How many of women are having who've just had babies? Our bodies need to heal. Adjustments help your body heal post postpartum, but it also heals helps your body function during pregnancy. The stress and carrying a baby changes the pool on the direction of the joints and muscles as that baby grows. Chiropractic adjustments helps your body shift with that and carry that stress and make it make the entry at the exit way for the baby more ready on labor and delivery. How about the women who have an indigestion, heartburn? Yes, chiropractic affects that and improves it. How many of you just not sleeping? We don't even need that. You may not call that a pain, but that's a dysfunction. And all of these chronic dysfunctions can lead you to disease. So, yes, there are plenty of reasons why ladies should go to the chiropractor and just simply for self-care. That's our trendy words these days. Self-care, self-love. Well, you cannot 
fully say you are taking care of yourself if you don't know what your overall health is. And your overall health includes spinal health. So definitely get to the chiropractor and find out what is going on in your body. How many of you all are having headaches? Oh, but I, yeah, yeah, I take, I have a headache about three times a week and I'm taking some for it, but you've allowed that to become your new norm. That's not normal. And so chiropractic could help you get on the path of figuring out what caused those headaches, what's causing the acid reflux, what's causing you to have a racing heart out of nowhere. Those are reasons. Okay. So you, you, you like did a mic drop because there's so many of us that are just existing with Ooh, dysfunction, that, like you said. You should have put a period after existing. Some of us are just existing. We're not living. We're existing. We have become okay with, I'm just going to hurt. Because we have this mantra. Oh, my patients, I tell them, especially when they're new, and they say, well, I'm just getting old. Did you just cuss at me? Those are cuss words in my office. You are not just getting old. You are adapting to dysfunction is what you're doing. Right. We don't need to exist. We need to live. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. No. I, no, I, no. I, I mean, you're, you're speaking my language because you're right. We, we accept certain things, especially as we get older and we say, well, I'm getting old, but it's not normal. That's not normal. It may be normal because everybody else is living in dysfunction too. Yes, normal, <laughs> just because it's common. Oh, right. I just came from a conference this past weekend. He said, because it's common does not mean it's normal. Because it's common, it does not mean it's normal. So that is common that we are accepting we getting old and it should be painful does not mean that it's normal to age and be in pain. Mm-mm, that's not what that is. So chiropractic allows you to understand, I don't have to hurt. I don't have to have this discomfort. And it allows you to catch it early enough. See, chiropractic, a lot of times people think of it only as reactive care, but we are proactive care. I can get in there and see things on the horizon. My patients, I tell my patients I'm the body reader. And the reason I tell them that is because how many times have you gone to the doctor and you forgot, oh, I meant to tell them this was hurting And now you're driving down the highway and you can't go back because that appointment has come and gone. My patients, I let them speak because that's supposed to be a part of the visit. Okay, I I ask them questions. What's going on? And they still don't remember because there are some things that happened a few days ago, but you didn't write it down. And so you couldn't bring it up. But I can tell when we have the magic of looking at you when you're face down and we scan your body. We can tell what's going on with you. I can tell you've been having some constipation. I can tell that all of a sudden that you're tossing and turning at night. I can tell that. I can tell when you tried to whip your neck and avoid that cabinet because you forgot that it was open and you, oh man, I almost hit my head. I can see that. And so you may not remember, but I'm going to ask you about it. Okay, look, this is not what you looked like last time you came in. Were you were you trying not to be a stunt double? What's going on? Because these are some new injuries to your body. Yeah, I did. I slipped in the tub. I didn't fall. I slipped and I caught myself. Well, you might as well have fallen because that slip and catch is the same as slipping and hitting the ground. And you still create whiplash and injury in the body when you whipping around trying not to fall just as much as if you had gone ahead and fallen and your body archives everything we do. So as a chiropractor, I go through the archives and then I start correcting it so that your body is at the place that it can tolerate a new stress without completely falling apart on you. Okay. All right. So hearing all this, it's clear to me that I need to visit a chiropractor. (laughs) That, then my message has been clear. Yes, right. I win again today. <laughs> so, so, okay, so let me get this. Walk me through this, doctor. Yes, okay. So what I'm hearing you say, like, I don't feel like anything's wrong with me right now. It may be, obviously. But should I go to you, someone like you, like I would go for my yearly physical? Just Absolutely. a general checkup. Yes, okay. ma'am. So let's... 
let's have a little fun if if you want to. Okay. Yes. Let let's have a little fun. Do you have any aches or pains at this moment? Not right now. Not right now. Do you have any tightness or stiffness in the, any particular area of your body, in your spine, from head to your bottom? I, I would say like right around my neck, shoulder area. It's a okay, little tight. so let's let's play this game here. Since she, she said her neck and shoulder area is a little tight, I'm going to run down some questions that I've asked my, question, my patients. Have you been having any headaches lately? No. Good. Have you had any dizziness? No. No lightheadedness? No. Scalp tenderness? No. No. Have you noticed any eye changes, any blurry vision, itchy eyes, watery eyes, or dry eyes? I mean, my vision is... Oh, here she go with the age. I'm getting older, and so my eyes are a little blurry. No, well, doc, I, did. I turned 50 and it was like, couldn't see anymore. <laughs> I've had patients come in and say that. I just, I just can't see. <laughs> Have you been noticing any sinus issues? Yes. That's why your vision's blurry. Okay. So because you can see me, does anyone else see me? Will they no. be? Oh man. Well, since you see well, me. Yes, I'm yes, gonna... yes, yes. We will release clips of this. So yes. Okay. Great. I'm going to give you all something for free. Okay. We don't get to, we don't get too many free things. She says she has blurry vision. She has sinus issues. And she was like, all of a sudden it happens. All of a sudden isn't necessarily the case. And her sinuses are blocked. Her sinuses are clogged. And when the sinuses, which is over the forehead and over the cheeks or the, the, the sinuses that we can reach because there are sinuses behind it, those have filled up with Junk, we're going to call it pollen, whatever's up in the air is filled up. And our body says, if I fill up a cavity, I have to go somewhere else. And the nearest place to go are your eyeballs. Oh, well, well, if it's going to your eyeballs, it's just going to come all over the eyes. So we're going to do some fun here. We're going to take our fingers. Everybody find your fingertips. And we're going to tap over our forehead some may find it a little tender. Just tap over your forehead several seconds. All right, we're going to tap on the temples on the side of our heads. All right. And then you're going to take your thumbs and you're going to act like you're making a thumbs up sign. Like, yeah, okay. And then I want you to flip them towards each other. Make the, the thumbs point towards each other. Good. Then we're going to flip our hands back like we're on a road motorcycle. So your thumbs are up to the ceiling. Come to your, the ridge of your eyebrows, your uh, the eye bone. Come in towards your nose and come out towards the side a little bit. You can find a little divot your finger falls into. Push up in those alternatingly several times. Good. Now stop. Take your fingertips again. Beat on the top of your cheekbones. You may even feel a little bit of vibration in the top of your lip like something's there. Tap out to the side. That's because junk is in your sinuses. That's what you're feeling. And now we're going to take those thumbs, put them up to the ceiling again. Come off the side of the nose. There's a little hole you might fall into, a little divot. Just fall up under the cheekbone. Push up alternatingly. Recreating pressure into the sinuses. All right. Stop for a second. Now we're just going to sweep all the way down the sides of our face. Pressure down. Do one side of your neck at a time. Do the other side. Blink a few times. Be sure to drink water down if you've done this magic trick. That is going to help with your vision a little bit. In addition, you need adjusting. That's amazing. So how doing? often should I do that? <laughs> as often as you're starting to feel that pressure building up and that blurry vision is starting to become more rapid, do that to help try to re alleviate that because some, blurry vision is not always, you've probably gone to the eye doctor and it's like, your vision's perfect. You got 20-20. And you're like, but no, it's still blurry. Those are sinuses. Those are sinuses. Have you noticed you kind of felt a little off balance at any point when you bent forward to pick up something off the ground and then came up? Yeah. Those are your, those are your sinuses. Those are sinuses. And so, yes, wow. you would benefit from getting adjusted because the nerve that controls 
how the eye works and that goes to the sinuses comes out at the very top of your neck, right up under your head. And that's at C2. Now, I don't always give out my secret spots, but C2 needs to be lined back up for you. That's pulling at the muscles that you feel in tightness in your neck. So the tightness in your neck, yeah, you may have tightness. You may have some stress, but it could be the upper part of your neck. It could be the lower. Have you been noticing any aches or pains in your elbow, wrist, or hands? Numbness or tingling or cold hands all of a sudden? Uh, I do get cold hands. Okay. A couple of things could cause it. Of course, edema. But you pointed to me that it hurts right here at the base of your neck. The nerve that comes out there goes to your elbow, wrist, hands, and fingers. So clearly the nerve is impinged. Something is pressing on it. How badly it is, I don't know until I've done an exam. But once that joint space is corrected, you're going to have less and less occurrences of those symptoms that we just discussed. That's what I'm doing as a chiropractor. Okay, this is amazing and fascinating. <laughs> I have so many questions. All right. So it's clear now that I need an adjustment. What does that look like when I come to your office? Because, I mean, I think there's a level, me included, of fear yes. about what that looks like. Oh, I love this question <laughs> because what people don't know is as chiropractors, we have been taught over 200 different, okay, not each person, but there are over 200 techniques for which we can line a joint space. We can do a joint space with the high velocity, low amplitude. We can do low velocity. So what does all those fancy words mean? If you watch the TikTok, then you've heard the popping, you've seen that. That is a method. That is not the only method. That's the method we were founded on manual adjusting because chiropractic means to practice by hand. And so, yes, the the founding father of chiropractic did adjust the body, line the body up using his hands and put applying enough pressure to realign the joints. But however, there are other techniques. I, in my office, specifically because there are people who are hesitant but need this care, I specialize in a technique called activator methods. Now, activator methods uses a tool. My patient says it looks like a little pogo stick. And it's a spring-loaded, blunt tip tool. I wish I had the tool in my hand right now. Okay, nobody's looking at me. I was trying to get them to hint, hint, grab it. <laughs> they're, they're paying me no attention. So it's a spring-loaded blunt tip tool. And this tool has a surface space that gets directly upon the joint space that you need to correct. And it pops it in 200 times faster than I can do it with my hands. And it is not as painful to go undergo because it moves the muscles before your brain has a chance to realize what happened. You hear it, but you can't feel it. The only way you feel that the tool is there is because the spot is already tender and it would hurt if I use my finger to touch it. So of course, if I set the tool down on it, it would be tender. That's one technique. As I mentioned in my in introduction, I graduated from Logan University. That school was founded on a technique called the Logan Basic Method. That technique is used with the amount of pressure. If you take your finger or your thumb and press on your eyeball when you close it, the amount of pressure you can stand on your eyeball is how much pressure I am putting on a ligament. Yes, that pressure, not a lot of pressure, is it? So no. the, that's the amount of pressure I'm using to adjust your body with a ligament in your behind. It's in your butt cheek, okay? People understand butt cheeks. It's in your butt cheek. There's a ligament there called the sacral tuberous ligament. And all I do is put my thumb underneath that ligament and create a lever with my arm. I can adjust you or line your joints up from head to toe, head to toe. This technique is gentle and safe on babies, mothers-to-be, and anybody that's over 103 as well. Okay. So just ask your doctor. When you call the chiropractor, ask them, what techniques do you do? I'm a little nervous. I'm new to this. Ask the question because every chiropractor doesn't practice the same technique. And sometimes you got to try to see what works for you and what doesn't. Just like you figure out which dentist or which medical doctor is not is or isn't right for you, 
The same thing is for chiropractic. But yes, there are so many different ways that we can correct. And so you just got to ask your doctor and have a conversation and say, I'm hesitant. Talk me through it. But even manual adjusting is safely done. We are taught how to do it safely, but we're going to have to get you past that fear and that yes. we're, we're not injuring you. Have people in, been injured? Yeah, but you've been injured at medical doctors, dentists. You've been injured everywhere. But that is, I want to remove that fear because we are highly trained and we have been trained to adjust and locate and take care of the body since the first week of class in this whole program. Okay. Now, okay. So if I come to see you, you mentioned, uh, since we've been talking today that you would like scan the body. Is that a visual scan? Is mm -hmm. that a machine? How does that work? Nope. It's, I'm actually watching you move. Your exam actually starts once you walk into my office. I'm watching you walk. Your walk tells me a whole lot before I even get you to the table. If you listen to someone walk on the hardwood floor, listen to the cadence of their walk. Some people have a steady gait, bump, 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 bump. And some of them have a different and, and very identifiable, identifiable gait, bump, 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 bump. There's an imbalance. Not, there's something that's not lined up with the other side. And so you're swinging through faster when that leg is swinging through the gait phase. That swing through phase is quicker on one side than the other. So when you have the heel strike, you hear it sooner like that versus that immediately tells me something is off. How you lean your head to the side. What about, okay, ladies, how about this? When you stand in the kitchen and you're cooking at the stove, do you always favor that one hip and put your hand on the other and you just lean and stir? You need an adjustment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I'm sitting here thinking I got to listen to how I walk. <laughs> be fine though. It will be fine. You're going to be conscious and you're going to feel it because what you're going to end up doing, you're going to slow down your walk because you're not focused on where you're trying to go. You're going to slow down that walk and, you start lit, and you're going to start really paying attention. You're like, you know what? I felt a little off balance when I lit, put my weight on my right side, but on my left side, I was fine. But my, wife, my right side, I was a little shaky. I didn't know that. But you walk fast enough, you forget it. That's why when people yeah. say, oh my goodness, my shoe messed up. If you walk fast enough, we can't see it. Just... <laughs> Just sprint. <laughs> we don't see it. And wow. a lot of people will do that. They will they will speed stuff up to hide things. Like people speak fast to hide things. Not all things, but sometimes people speak fast to hide it. Or we find a way to work around it. Our body is good at compensating. It's good at compensating. You may forget that you can't turn your head or it's painful to turn your head to the side. And so to avoid the pain... You turn your whole upper body to see, or you just don't look at all, one or the other. Mm. We're good at stopping something. You say, oh, I haven't done that in years, honey. And then you forget why you stopped doing it. Oh, it, it used to hurt to do that. So if it hurts, don't do it. But that's not always the, that's not always the best res resolve to it, to ignore it. Because when you ignore it, it gets worse. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if I come in, you peep me out, you see that I'm walking kind of off, <laughs> you scan my body. Um, you'll do an adjustment that day. Everyone's office is different. It depends on what I see. You may need an x-ray before we do anything. So a lot of times you're getting x-rays. Okay. Is is we are doing when I say we're thorough, we're thorough. We checking everything because there may be additional. We're not we're not one dimensional. We are complex people. Humans are complex. So while there may be a muscular imbalance, there may be a skeletal imbalance, but there may be other imbalances that's creating you to walk that way. Blood flow. You may have a clot. There are so many other systems in the body that are working. We're, they're working together. And so that would just be the beginning of my exam, but that's not the end. So we have so many diagnostic measures that we go through to determine what's the best form of care for you and if we should refer you out. 
Yes, okay. we work with muscles. Yes, we work with joints. But once again, we work with the nervous system. So we are neuromuscular skeletal doctors. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have so many questions, but I got to respect your time. But okay. <laughs> but I got to ask this. Can you as a chiropractic doctor help someone in menopause or maybe they're perimenopausal? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to tell you this story. I had a 50 year old female come to my office. Now I had met her outside my office during a speaking engagement. And I was talking about the, the impact of some, I don't even, it wasn't even the topic, but somehow I hit the impact of chiropractic on menstrual cycles and sexual health. And she comes up to me and she's like, Dr. Peebles, I think I need to come see you. Now at that particular moment, it wasn't, that engagement was not for me to gain patience. That's not what that type of, so I kind of was just listening, just hearing her but I was like, no, that's not what this is. Can we refer this to a different time where we can focus on it? And she was like, yes, Dr. Peebles, I am, I've been menstruating for months now. And I said, okay, well, we'll talk, we can talk about that. How about in a couple of weeks? Because then it will be a perfect time to do it. She's like, no, I'm dropping clots. I hear her saying these words. She's like, I'm dropping clots, really big clots a day. And I'm thinking, okay. Then she showed me a picture. And now she had my attention because when I looked at that picture, I was like, is that a fetus you're showing me? What are you, wait a minute, what are we talking about here now? She said, no, and she's the size 50? of my clots. She was 50 at the time. She was dropping clots the size of a small fetus. Seven of those a day on average. I said, okay, now we need to stop and have a conversation. You have my attention. Let's talk. And now I'm truly seeing her for the first time, really paying attention. She was dropping seven clots the size of fetus every day. She could not wear a simple, cute, overnight, heavy pad. She was wearing those extremely heavy pads, super duty, inside of a Depend that she was changing four times a day. She was changing the Depend four times a day. That's how heavy her cycle was. Can you imagine that at 50? She I, had, I, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> what is her? I, I'm certain. Well, I'm assuming she went to her she OBGYN. Went, like, she what? She had been, yeah, yeah. You see this? This is why chiropractic needs to be a part of the part of the plan. She had been going to these doctors at this point prior to me seeing her for two years. She had been bleeding like this. For two years, they they have put her on birth control. They have changed the birth control. She's end up having iron transfusions. She's had blood transfusions prior to seeing me, and so she hears me have this conversation. She and and I'm looking at her, and I didn't realize. I just thought she was a fair skinned person. I didn't. Her hair was thinning. Her edges were gone. Okay. She was struggling to just stand there. She was so exhausted because she's losing his blood and they don't know what's going on. So she comes to my office because she just barely woke up that morning. I said, oh, we come on in. Let's get you in. Gets her into my office. I'm adjusting her. The nervous system was so out of line that it couldn't shut the signals off. It is saying, hey, we're dehydrated. I know you're drinking water, but it was like a, a bucket with a hole in it. We need more water. Her blood, she the signals were constantly being telling her to, you, it's time for menstrual cycle, time for menstrual cycle, time for menstrual cycle. And we're like, no, we in year 1500 at this point. Why am I still menstrual cycle? Why, why do I still have a cycle? I don't understand. We should have shut off a whole bunch of days ago. <laughs> and she was not at that point. She had had a break and she was in two months in when she came to me. Like they were able to stop for a couple of weeks. So I adjusted her. I'm not saying this is everyone's, going to be everyone's experience. But when I adjusted her that day, she did not have another clot until the next day. The clot stopped. But when they did return, they came back smaller. So now her body is regulating again. It's trying to fix it and correct it. I worked with her for a couple of weeks. As a chiropractor, I can get the nervous system to get back into its correct space so it can function. It's like fixing the electrical box in the house. I did that. Her body eventually stopped bleeding and it stopped clotting. The clots got smaller and smaller by the day. But the one thing I can't give her 
is blood. You got to go to the medical doctor, go get some blood. So she ended up having another blood transfusion, another iron transfusion. But after that, she has not had another one of those incidents. And she was able to go into menopause. And she didn't have any clots. And her color came back. She was almost your complexion. And her edges started to grow. She had a life again. When you have issues with your sexual reproductive system, whether it's perimenopause or you, whatever, it affects you, your mental health. Because now you can't socialize the way you want to. I, I a, a great all-white party is fun for me. I love putting on all white and dressing up. She couldn't dare put on all white. She's already changing her sheets twice a day. Her hormones were everywhere. She's hot. She got the fan blowing on her. She's all over the place. And so, yes, chiropractic will help women in all phases of their sexual health. What? And I don't know if you know, but what do you think caused this dysfunction with her nervous system? It all started because she failed at work. Mm. She was in the healthcare field and a patient was going down. She went down. She fell. At first, it was just her knees and her back. It just started off as knees and back pain. And she never got it checked. And it got worse and worse because that's not the only incident she, that's not the only time she's fallen. She fell on ice later. Then she was in an accident. And all those activities were compounded and becoming new layers of injury on top of injury on top of injury. And the nervous system was like, I can't fix it. I'm breaking down. You know what? I need everything fixed. So all the lights on the dashboard are on and everyone's patching, but no one's taking care of the nervous system to see what's going on there. So I, by me coming in, I was able to be that intricate missing piece to the overall health picture of helping that patient. I'm, I'm blown away. This is like fascinating. I, <laughs> I just yeah. had no idea. Uh, I am flabbergasted. Like this is, wow. Okay. That's how I feel every day. And I've been practicing in my own private practice for 14 years, been taking care of patients for 16, but every day I fall in love with what I do over and over and over, especially when I am seeing directly how I am impacting from my two, my one week old to my oldest patients from that most active to the non-active, the way that I am giving them life and giving them a chance to do the things that they thought were out of reach amazes me. This is so good. Okay. I gotta, I gotta ask this question. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Can you help someone with weight loss? Oh, baby. Yes. So let's <laughs> talk about that part. Too. Like I love this. I'm sorry. I get excited like this in my office. I even try to moonwalk on carpet for people. Like I get excited for this. Yes, we can help you. Cause let, Oh, where do I begin? When it comes to weight loss, the, the most, in, we come in at the superficial point of what we think we know. So when we jump into weight loss, we're like, oh, I'm going to change my diet. Oh, I'm going to just start exercising. But when you start exercising, you're moving things you haven't used, moved, moved in a while. And sometimes prior to you exercising, you're already hurting. And then you start exercising. And you're like, I just hurt worse. And then you say, I don't want to work out anymore. But so that, that's the that's one entry point in which you need to be adjusted. When you know you're getting ready to start your workout regimen and you're getting ready to do a lifestyle change, chiropractic needs to be a part of that lifestyle preparing, preparation for the lifestyle change because your body needs to be lined up so it can receive. Right now, the channels are blocked, but you got to have those channels open. So the adjustments are going to open those channels so they can receive your lifestyle change. But let's say you're not one of those folks that are injured, per se, prior to your lifestyle change. Let's say you get further along, you've been losing weight, you're exercising, eating right, and then you hit a plateau and you're stuck. Well, generally, I 
generally chiropractic is going to help you get over the plateau. There is something in your spine that's blocking that has because you may have decided to lift heavier that day. And so you created a tightness, a pulling. For us ladies, that's around our bra line. If you're noticing tightness and discomfort around that bra line, yeah, you do need to get your bra size and check. That, that's part of it. But if it's always tightness, whether you have something on or not, that area is the main area that deals with your stress, your stress levels, your stress hormones, and your metabolism. When I adjust that area and line that up, my ladies get right on over their plateau and they start to continue their progress. One patient had been going to boot camp for over a year prior to seeing me, trying to lose weight. And she's like, I'm doing everything. I adjusted her for a couple adjustments. And do you know, I'm not saying this is results typical for everybody, but she ended up dropping 22 pounds over the next couple of weeks because her body was holding it. But she needed it to be released. And she ended up dropping those 22 pounds and she was coming on down. So, yes, chiropractic is definitely beneficial during your weight loss journey. And then here's the other thing before I let that conversation go. With weight loss, you are not only changing the volume of your body, you're not only changing the fat content, but when you change that, now you have a different type of pull on the joint. It's not the same as if the fat was there. So the joint needs to be lined up for the new type of stress that you have. Yes, you, your pain will decrease as you're losing weight, but now the joints need to line up so that it can continue to function as the smaller you than it did when you were the bigger you. Ah, okay. Because you are not the same. Right. Oh my God, Dr. Peebles, thank you so much. I learned so much in this conversation I, and I know the listeners will too. And I, you got to come back. <laughs> Please have me back. Please have me back. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I could talk about this for days. I love this. Yes. I love it. And I, I can tell and I, love I can feel it. your energy. Like it is amazing. Um, but please just share with the listeners how can they learn more about you? Where can they find you? How can they contact you? Right. Uh, I love a good old fashioned phone call. So give me a call. I'm, as I say, I'm outside, I'm coming out of St. Louis, Missouri. So my phone number is area code 314-607-9150. I have a website that you can check out. I have a sporadic blog <laughs> on there. The website is www.stl prohealth.com. And be on the lookout before the end of the summer. By the end of the summer, I'm expecting to have a new online course available so that it can help people continue to learn about their bodies and when to get to the chiropractor. All that information is going to be there. But even on my on my page, you can find access to of course, this podcast once is published and then other videos that shows what I'm doing. You can get a view of me doing these different techniques on patients, the body reading, like I mentioned earlier, where I can lay you down and see what's going on. I have a video on my on my page that allows you to see me read a, the body of a person I never met until that day. I purposely pulled in someone I only meeting just minutes before recording and share with how I was able to pull the information from her body and her genuine reaction to like, okay, how did you know that? Because I don't yeah. know you. And then I also have social media at Dr. Danny P and that's D R D A N N I P. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, it's on Twitter too, but I don't tweet very much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much, doctor. I mean, now I'm like literally thinking I got to find me a local chiropractor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. Thank you. And I wish you so much, so much wellness and healthiness from this point on. Thank you. Yes. It's going to help you handle your stress better too. What? Now that's a big thing because I need help with the stress. Oh, as women, we need to have help with that because we 
we run so much. We wear so many hats and we really don't get the break that we need. We forget to make that time. So when you get in your chiropractic adjustment, by us aligning that, it, it creates this flow that was hindered. It opens up all the channels. So now you're able to flow. You're able to breathe. You're less likely to react. You're able to monitor that initial reaction of, oh, what's going on? And it helps bring down the agitation. You can take a moment before you answer. Once you get adjusted, oh, you can think more clearly. It can help with your brain fog. It is impacting all of that. It changes your breathing pattern. It brings the heart rate down. So, of course, yes, we're impacting blood pressure. Ding, ding, ding. I know somebody is talking. I know I'm talking to somebody with this blood pressure. Yeah. So it impacts all of that. Getting regular adjustments. I get adjusted. I'm not telling you just to get adjusted because it's my profession. I get adjusted on a regular basis. At least once a week. At least once a week. Because I'm a superhero. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a superhero. Yes, you are. You're a go hard chick and we and need got- to be adjusted. <laughs> exactly. Go hard chicks need to be adjusted. We, we out here wearing capes and stuff, but we need to put the cape down and get adjusted, put it back together so that we can breathe and be our best selves for us and for the person next to us. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Go Hard Chick podcast. At the heart of this podcast is the belief that health and wellness are essential aspects of a happy and fulfilling life. Through our conversations, we've aimed to provide you with actionable steps and insights that you can incorporate into your daily routine to improve your physical and mental well-being. We want to encourage you to share the podcast with your friends and family, as we believe that everyone can benefit from learning more about health and wellness. By spreading the word, we can create a community of empowered women who are committed to living their best lives. Stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time, go hard chicks. Take care.